This is the Date Night Podcast with Amber and Kurt. Welcome back to the Date Night Podcast, Stranger Things edition. I'm Amber. And I'm Kurt. And we are on chapter two. Chapter two, baby. Of Stranger Things. Yes. Uh, The chapter title is The Weirdo on Maple Street. What a great chapter. I love the naming of these chapters. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was reflecting on, before we jump into the episode, I was reflecting on the chapter one and realizing there is so much stuff to get to in each chapter. Like, we haven't even touched on um, Mike's family like they do a couple of like family dinners, family like I know, and we haven't even touched on them. And they, yeah, but it'll come. I think. It will. Come. I mean, the the quick version is like stereotypical dad. Yes. You know. Yes. Beating on the TV. Yes. Anyway, mom's the one trying to like parent and like <clears throat> tell the kids yes or no and discipline and you know yeah. But dad, Mr. Wheeler. Uh, does this really well. He goes, language! <laughs> Every time the ch- kids say something that's inappropriate. Language. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so take us into chapter two, Amber. Yeah, so um, chapter two, so chapter one literally ends with the three boys meeting Eleven. And so then chapter two opens with the three boys in Mike's basement with Eleven um completely soaked they were just coming in from the rain and they're finding dry clothes for 11 <laughs> and <laughs> and um uh 11 goes to change and she's just got a long t-shirt on she just has a long t-shirt on that yep. she got from Benny mm-hmm. um in the previous chapter and she goes to just take off the long t-shirt and the boys like freak out, and um, they eventually get into the bathroom to change. But like Dustin's reaction and all of that, and like throughout the episode uh-huh. of like he does this like like if you cross your arms in front of you, yeah, like you're gonna pull off your shirt yeah. like over your head, and then by the time you get done, your arms are yeah, like at one point like he his hat flies off uh-huh. and he like just goes off about at least this. four times he does yes. this and, and it mentions her being naked at least two more times yes it's so great uh-huh. so great yeah so yeah so that's where it kind of starts out and and uh again we see a little bit more of each of the boys as they like go to school um well so sorry can we yeah go ahead. so the um the plan is that eleven is going to sleep in Mike's basement, mm-hmm. which time out in all these episodes, the amount of things that are going on in this basement or in the upstairs, mm-hmm. uh, and these parents don't know about it. Get out. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Suspension of belief. I'm not gonna lie. The Stranger Things is the reason why I will occasionally just walk down through the basement, <laughs> and look in like where the kids are playing and where the like bedrooms are. Like, I'm not gonna lie because. <clears throat> If they're going to be hiding an extra child down there, yes, I would. You'd kind like to of know. Like about to it? know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. So the plan is Eleven's going to sleep in the basement. Yes. Overnight, and then in the morning she's going to go. Mike is going to have her go outside, walk around the house, and knock on the door, 
and yeah. say to Mike's mom, I need help. Yes. Because for all they know, she just needs help. Yes. Yes. And Eleven says... No. No. Yeah. Like one of the first times we hear her speak. Yeah. Yeah. She just says no. She just says no. And why does she say no? Um, well, what we've gathered is that there are bad people are after her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they want to harm her and harm anyone who's associated with her. Which we've kind of gathered from... What happened at Benny's. Yes, but now we get that actually from Eleven. Yes, yeah. Um, so it, it is striking. We do learn more about the boys because they hypothesize what mm-hmm. might have happened. And Lucas has the strongest theory of what, what like mm-hmm. how Eleven got to be there. Do you remember mm-hmm. what that was? Um, I believe he, there was a, a <clears throat> an asylum yeah. in uh, the near, n- neighboring county. Yeah. And she, he thinks that she is from there. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dustin and Mike seem to like be concerned and, yeah. and like their concern outweighs the threat. Yes. And Luke and Lucas is all about like, nope, she needs to go back to wherever she came from. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Luke, D- Dustin <clears throat> and Mike really try to see her as a person. Ooh. And Lucas is like, nope. Two out of there. I nope. Like not a person. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what how she's been treated. It doesn't matter. Get her away, 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 away. Mike is really good in this episode with Eleven. Like, yeah. His, the way that Mike treats Eleven mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah, yeah. Dustin Dustin waffles <laughs> between Lucas and Mike. Mm-hmm. He tends to lean a little bit more towards. The empathy, like Mike, but there are moments that he is like on Lucas's side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in this episode, uh, we get to see a little bit more of Eleven's powers mm. because she slams the door mm-hmm. on Lucas um, with an emphatic no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Yes. So. Yeah. The, um, so Lucas is like, they're in Mike's bedroom. Mm-hmm. And Lucas says, this is it. This is enough. Right. Because uh, Eleven said that she has seen Will. Yes. That yes. she saw Will. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Lucas lost his stuff because he said, well, if she knows, she has to do something about it. Yes. And he's going to go tell Mrs. Wheeler. Mm-hmm. So he opens the door and Eleven slams it out of his hands twice. Yes. From across the room. From across the room. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when we turn, the camera turns around and we get to see Eleven, we get to, for the first time, um, oh gosh, see, I'm, it's hard not to talk with spoilers. It is. Uh, for the first time, we see a stream of blood coming out of her nose. Coming out of Eleven's mm-hmm. nose, which... Mm-hmm. Um, seems to indicate in chapter two that this is this is the indicator of her using said powers. Said powers. Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, it's also brought up that um, the the boys are big into the AV club. Yeah. <laughs> they get a ham radio uh-huh. at the school, mm-hmm. and the science teacher Scott Clark. Scott Clark. Yep. Um, is like the AV 
teacher. AV club guy. AV club guy. Yeah, he's the science teacher. But like, so he's sprinkled in a couple of the last episode in this episode, just enough to like, oh, like he seems like a fun middle school science teacher. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, friendly guy. But um, he's also yeah. Scott Clark, the teacher, is also pretty key in a scene with Hopper. Yes, that's, yeah, so their interaction, we learned that Hopper's um, had a daughter, um, and as the scene progresses, we learned that his daughter died, um, but Hopper did not admit that. No. Um, so in the conversation between the teacher and Hopper, teach, Hopper said, oh, she lives in the city with my, with her mom, Yeah. and he walks away rather quickly, and then another woman comes up to the teacher and says oh she died yeah a year or two ago or something yeah, like that yeah. um so yeah so like we start seeing hopper um like begin to care but like you begin to see like oh there's there's more to hopper than just a guy waking up surrounded by beer cans and yeah. cigarettes i still don't like hopper at this point no, but he's starting to grow on me because, like, he's <clears throat> he's showing the like he he's taking Joyce a little bit more seriously. He's really starting um, to care. He uh, is, you know, like he's he's starting to show that he cares a little bit more. Um, he is. Yeah. He is. I, you know, I I. I think I want him in that moment. So, like, when he says to the teacher, oh, she she lives in a city with a mom or whatever, and he just abruptly says, thanks, teach. Like, they're out, they're doing, like, a search party for Will, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're in the woods, and he says, thanks for the help, teach, and he just walks away. Like, I like I want Hopper to name it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I don't know in Chapter 2 that I'm coming around to Hopper just yet. I, sure. I agree, there's a complexity all of a sudden that... I think it just shows, like, <clears throat> like there's more to the story. Mm -hmm. Like, Hopper's, Hopper, like, Hopper's as guarded as he is and trying to clearly suppress something with addiction of, of prescription medicine and mm -hmm. beer. Like, he's clearly trying to suppress something, but, yep. yeah. Yep, Yeah. So then uh, we also get a little bit more of um, Nancy and Steve mm -hmm. and Nancy's friend Barb. Mm -hmm. And they're, they end up going to Steve's parents' house for a party. That's mm -hmm. Again, they're like sneaking out without parents knowing where they're going. Yeah, because the wheelers have a hard curfew. Yes, the wheelers are like, no, yeah. you, can't, you can't be out. So Nancy's subverting. Yeah. The yeah. curfew. Yeah. So they end up at this party. <clears throat> and um, again, Nancy's making some decisions that she told Barb she wasn't going to do. And, you know, it kind of ends with, like, Nancy and Steve are in Steve's bedroom. And Barb is sitting out on the pool. And Jonathan is in the woods taking pictures. Trying to find Will. Trying to find Will, because we learn like Jonathan's into photography. He takes a lot of pictures, um, 
And then all of a sudden, Barb disappears. Barb disappears. And we don't really... We could speculate because, like, the same noises and, like, surrounding things happen mm -hmm. when Barb disappeared, but we still don't know. What are the surrounding things? The lights. The lights. The lights flickering are, like, a sign. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter two is definitely solidifying the lights. Yes. Because then um, Joyce gets some phone calls. Oh, that yeah. she swears our will, mm -hmm. but the phone always ends up like charred and burned. Mm -hmm. And then she um, has some interactions with lights and stereo in Will's room. Like, Significantly scary, again. And then a scary situation where something's trying to come through <clears> the wall. <throat> we don't see what. We just see like a figure or form uh -huh. Uh -huh. trying to come through the wall. Joyce freaks out, runs to her car. Yeah. And then she looks back through the window and sees the lights and the music. Mm -hmm. And she has associated all of that with Will trying to communicate with her. Yes. And so she goes back in the house. Yes, because when the phone, she has two phone calls and it always ends with the phone being fried. Yes. And the second time she notices that there are lights flickering down a hallway. Yes. Which she feels are leading her to Will's bedroom. To Will's bedroom. And Will's bedroom, the stereo and the lights are going crazy. And she walks in and the lights keep going crazy. Amber, this is significantly scary. <laughs> this scene, and again, yes. not like not like gory scary, but sus suspenseful. just suspenseful. Yes, yes. And when that thing pokes through the, like, yeah. su sufficiently suspenseful. Yes, For yes. For me, and I'm yes. a grown man. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and we don't. Like, she walks in the house and we get no, like, we don't know what happens. Right. We leave, we leave Joyce completely. Yes. And they never tell us. Yep. Well, I don't know. Maybe they will in chapter three. Right. But they don't tell us in chapter two. Right. Right. Um, and, and they're doing more search parties. Um, they find Benny this episode. Ooh, yes. Um, they find that, and they're ruling it a suicide. <clears throat> But they're, but it seems like Hopper's suspicious. Yeah, because in chapter one we see the bad people shoot, shoot Benny. Benny. Yeah, yeah. But in chapter two, Benny is sitting at a table. Yeah. With a gun in his hand, hunched over with a gun in his hand. Yes. So, clearly Hopper is. Yeah. So Hopper makes the comment of like, yeah. Uh, well, let me back up. One of the other cops says to Hopper, which we don't know anything about Hopper or his past, right. other than the daughter. Other than the daughter. But one of the other cops says, oh, this must feel like big city again, a missing yeah. kid and a suicide. And Hopper has this really sweet line where he says uh, something to the effect of like, no, I usually dealt with people, with strangers, but Benny was my friend. But, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's yeah, a really... Yeah. Like a sweet character development line. Yeah. 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 You kind of got the feeling that Benny <laughs> was a friend to a lot of them. Because mm -hmm. like Hopper said he was a friend and then they're interviewing another guy that was in the diner earlier in the day. In the previous chapter you saw him there, but then they were in this chapter they're interviewing him. And he was talking about how the him and the guys were going to go fishing and he was really, Benny was really looking forward to that. And so, like, you kind of got this impression, like, Benny was a friend to a lot of people. Yeah. Just a friendly guy. 
and it's interesting. You talk about this guy that they interview, the guy that was at the restaurant the day that Eleven came. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know the viewer in Chapter Two that Will and Eleven are sep- are different people, right? But this guy interviewing saw uh, what looked. He said a little boy. Eleven has very short. Yeah, buzzed hair. Buzzed hair. Benny mistakes her for a boy. Mm-hmm. Now this interviewer mistakes her for a boy. Right, right. And now Hopper is thinking, oh, well, this is probably Will. Right. So in chapter two already, the authorities are, they don't they don't know that there's two kids. Two situations with kids. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. the audience, know right. Eleven and Will are, are separate. Yep, yep. I imagine they'll be more connected. Yeah. But as of now, like... Yeah, we, we know that there's two kids, but Hopper doesn't know there's two kids. Right. Nobody knows there's two kids. Right. So when the interviewer says, oh, this was a boy right. with short hair, Hopper begins to wonder, like, oh, did is this, like, Will with a buzz cut? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so we also <clears throat> get a glimpse into, our first glimpse into Eleven's, like, past even though i glimpses i I get the like it doesn't look like it's that distance of a past yeah yeah um but just a little bit of like um yeah and then we see we see in her flashback um she's yelling papa Mm -hmm. and this man walks out into the hallway looking at her and it's the same guy that was at Benny's, like that were. So it's that's clearly searching for her. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of assume like this is part of the bad guys that are after her, but yeah, yeah. Because in these flashbacks, she's in like a hospital gown, right? Being taken down hallways against her will. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, she's obviously being held somewhere. Right, right. I, in one of these glimpses, I actually caught this tonight. Um, I felt this differently tonight. There's a, a scene where, well, the first one is when Mike gives her, like, dry clothes. Mm-hmm. He says, when, you know, she tries to take off her mm-hmm. shirt. Mike points her to the bathroom mm-hmm. and is going to close the door and she stops him. Yes. Right? Yeah. Not with her mind, like with her right. hand. Right, <clears throat> And she says No. Mm-hmm. And Mike has this really sweet way of like, okay, well, why don't we just close it a little bit yeah. right here? Mm-hmm. And, and she allows him to do that, which I thought was really sweet. Uh, we didn't know at the time, but what we learned, like, that's before the flashback. Right, yeah. Um, so I, I, I feel like that's a pretty significant, like, bonding moment of, like, right. Eleven trusting Mike. Right. But then there's this other moment where... Um, uh, Mike, Mike skips school, Mike's mom leaves, Mike comes back, skips school, comes back, takes care of Eleven, and Mike's mom comes home, and Mike has to jam Eleven into his closet, Mm -hmm. and Eleven says no, Um, and Mike says, I promise I'll be back for you, Mm -hmm. and Eleven doesn't know what promise is, so Mike says, it's something that I can't break, I have to do what I am going to say. And sort of against her will allows him to like close the closet door. And then that's when we get the flashback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Mike comes back and opens it. Mm-hmm. And Eleven is crying. Mm-hmm. Like tears streaming down. And she says, um, 
what, what did she say? You came, you, you, you promised, or she says something to the effect of like, you came back. Mm -hmm. And Mike says, is everything okay? And she says, yes, as she's crying. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was such a sweet, like, oh. Yeah, like, yeah. Number one, Mike's a good dude. Right. And this is a, like an immediate bond. Right. Of, like Mike did something. Right. That, you know, she she had obviously resigned herself to being stuck in the closet. Mm -hmm. But then Mike did what Papa would never do. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the song. <laughs> Is this in every episode? Uh, we'll see. We'll okay. see. Okay. Um, should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash. Uh-huh. That was played a lot in this episode. A lot. Came out in 1981. Okay. So, so far the songs fit. Yeah. So, it's still 1983. We're still, it's still set in 1983. We're around Christmas time because when Joyce walks into the store, it's playing Christmas music. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. So, I did have one question. Uh, can I comment on the song? Yes. I hate that song. I mean, I can only attribute it now to Stranger Things. Maybe that's why I hate it. It's just overplayed. <laughs> um, I, I imagine when this came out, it was an amazing punk anthem. Right. It, it feels like it's the opposite of punk anthem when it's literally commercialized. When it's mainstream. Anyway, go ahead. What's your question? Here's my question. When Hopper goes to Joyce's house and they start looking around Joyce's house... Yes. He goes out because he hears a dog barking. Mm -hmm. When Will was taken in the first chapter, the dog was at the house barking, whatever. Mm -hmm. The next chapter, uh, Hopper is at the house. The dog barks. That's how they found the um, the shed. He, the dog was barking. Uh -huh. And Hopper goes out and like touches the dog. And mm -hmm. Joyce says, oh, he's probably just hungry. And grabs him by the collar and brings him back in the house. But he's never seen again. Like, they show they show Joyce sitting in the house, like, for hours on end. Falling like, she asleep, falls yeah. asleep in the chair. There's no dog. Mm -hmm. They show her running from the house because the music and the lights are doing things. There's no dog. No dog. There's no, like, what happened to the dog? That's a very amber question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine he'd be thinking about the dog. I mean, she drug him in the house and said, well, he's probably hungry. And you're like, okay, so he, he does go in the house. He's not just a random stray. But then, like, there's no indication that they ever feed the dog or that, they, that the dog's in the house. I'm just saying. Um, what happened to the dog? Where's the dog? <laughs> this is not the question I thought you were going to ask. Uh, I care very little about the dog. Okay. Um, but that's a great question. Uh, I understand you care a lot more about the dog because you are a tender-hearted human being <laughs> with a conscience. <laughs> uh, but I, where I thought you were going is with that is what 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 were what were Hopper and the other dudes looking for in the house? So like they come back, um, they they find Will's bike. Mm -hmm. They come back, um, and and they start looking around the house, and uh, Joyce says, "Oh, don't you think I would have looked in my own house?" 
Um, and like they still keep looking around the house very intently. Like, how, what are they looking for? And then they just happen to find this mark on the wall where the door would have been flung open. And then they find the shed, and the shed is really important. But like, what, what, what were they looking for in the house? I just assume like clues as to like abduction or like foul play. Yeah. Is would be my guess of like because Hopper says ninety nine out of a hundred times the missing child is with a family or right. relative. Right. But what about the one? <laughs> Sorry, that's a chapter one. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should keep an eye on, on the next chapters for the dog. Uh, you can be sure I will. Because the dog just disappeared. <laughs> I don't think or we know the dog disappeared. It did. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying the monster got him. I'm just saying she hauls him in the house, you never see him again. The whole rest of the episode. Th- that is true. Disappeared in the sense that we don't see it, not right. disappeared in the sense that it's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like they just needed it to bark a couple of times, and then it was like, okay. That is called a plot convenience dog. <gasps> I don't like plot convenience dogs. I also am not sure if the dog was that intent on barking at the shed, why Joyce wouldn't have. Right. I, again, Joyce, who's super high strung. Right. I feel like Joyce in Chapter 2 would have been, been attentive to the dog barking at the shed. Would have been attentive to, like, at least yelling at the dog to stop barking. I have another question about the shed. Uh-huh. So when they walk in the shed, Hopper finds the the 22 bullets. Yes. That Will was putting in the 22 rifle. Yes. Like, clearly, like, in a hurry, they were on the bench. Yes. Where did the rifle go? It was in his hands when he got taken. Because he was standing aiming at the door. Right. And then um, he gets taken with it in his hands. We're not going to do any spoilers, but I, I want to pay. I wonder. Yeah. I don't know because it would have been. A, I mean, he loaded the whole thing. Yeah. I don't Be- know. Because Hopper finds the bullets and sees where the gun would have been. Yeah. Yeah. But I just assume it. He went like when they took him, like when he disappeared. He had it with him in his hands. You know, he would have like dropped. I don't, I don't know. We'll pay attention. So we'll yeah. look for the dog. We'll look for the rifle. Yeah. 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 And Will, of course. Obviously. We still don't have any idea where Will's at. No. And now Barb has gone too. But now Barb has gone too. Barb and Will. Are missing. We, we, yeah. We assume they're missing by the, for the same reason, but we really have no idea. No, we have no idea. Well, I look forward to finding out. We shall see. Until chapter three. Until chapter three.